0: Hello, I'm Rabbi Pinchas Alush, and welcome to yet another episode. Join me as we illuminate our modern world with lessons from Judaism. If you enjoy the show, please show your support by subscribing to this podcast, and I hope you'll give us a five-star rating, as it does so much to help grow this community. I welcome your feedback on this episode or on any other of the podcasts at Rabbi Alush Podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to learn more, please visit me on Facebook and YouTube. Life goes by so fast, we often hear. Indeed, it seems that life is always eluding us. When children graduate from school, they are convinced that life is still way ahead of them. We first have to graduate high school, go to college, get a degree and a well-paying job for life to then really begin, they think to themselves. But when those goals are finally achieved, many believe that life has still really not begun. And they patiently wait to reach the years after their retirement to begin to really live life, to explore and enjoy all that they have always wanted. In the words of my beloved mentor, world scholar, Rabbi Dean Ebeni Stroll, stands out of blessed memory. We devote so much time to the before and after stages of life that we no longer have time to experience the thing itself. When we are in the before stage, we think about what will be. In the after stage, we think about how things were either way he says there is nothing to make us hold on to the present but the focal point of our thinking is not life for the sake of the morrow but rather life today and he concludes what matters now is what is now friends these words remind me of the story about the students of rabbi menachem mendel morganster and the rabbi of kotzk of uh, the late 1700s, the beginning 1800s, they were once approached by a famed Jewish philanthropist shortly after their great rabbi's passing. The philanthropist had been greatly helped by the Rebbe of Kotsk, by their rabbi, and he wanted to repay the favor and contribute a large sum to charity in the Rebbe's loving memory. What did the rabbi, your rabbi, cherish most, this philanthropist asked the rabbi's students, I would like to donate a large sum to charity towards the cause that was the closest to his heart. To his amazement, his students responded, Our rabbi did not have any specific personal item that he cherished most. The philanthropist was confused, but every human being has something that he holds dear to his heart, he persisted. You don't understand, the students explained. "A rabbi lived life Fully. To the point that every moment of his life, every person he met, and every idea that he sought to actualize was the most important cause in his life. Friends, this week's Torah portion of Behalotcha speaks of the cloud of God guiding the Israelites in the desert during the 40-year journey. But why did God create a cloud to bestow his glory and serve as the nation's GPS? Wouldn't a bird, for example be enough or even a better type of GPS? The answer, I think, is because clouds impede the sight of man. They don't allow us to see beyond the present tense. And here lies the lesson from this cloud of glory. Indeed, if we wish to live life fully and build saintly tabernacles in its every instance, we too must learn to live within a cloud that blocks the illusions of the future and fully cherishes each minute of our lives. This does not mean that preparing for the phases of life is unnecessarily unimportant, but we ought to cherish every second that God gives us and infuse our every moment, every encounter, and every opportunity with joy and meaning. For as the late Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Schneerson of Blessed Memory, once asked, if we wait until we find the meaning of life, will there be enough life left to live meaningfully?